1: Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. It's Jimmy B. and T.C. on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
2: Hey everybody, welcome in. It is a Tuesday here in the capital city. We say hello to you and we're wondering, what was that thing in the sky? That little shiny thing. My God, it's the sun. I cannot believe that I actually saw it today. Things are going to get better, and we will too. Jimmy B and Trent, we roll till three o'clock today. Uh, Here's the show for you. Twelve twenty-five. Charlie Taylor, the associate athletic director for marketing at Iowa, will be a guest on the show. One o'clock. Zuba Mahente from ESPN. One forty, one of my favorite guys, Tony Coralogos from Golf Space. As we start to ratchet it up a little bit, get you ready for the Masters. Uh, two o'clock, Alex Halstead, twenty four seven Cyclone Alert. Everything you want to know about Iowa State. Two o'clock will be your listen time. Alex will be on the show, and then at two twenty, Sean Tomlinson, NFL Bleacher Report. How you doing, pal? I Can't complain. Yeah. National championship, though yeah. clunky. At least it was
3: a close game. It was. Got that. We got baseball going on. Masters this week. It's a, a good week of sports, Jimmy yeah, B. Yeah, not bad. And you mentioned we got Charlie Taylor coming yeah. in today. The Swarm Des Moines event happening this week. A lot going on there. We'll talk about that. Talk a little football and mm-hmm. get ready for Friday night with the Hawkeyes coming to town and the first chance to really see this team in action with the new offensive coordinator, the changes that have been made. How big are those changes, and what we're going to see Friday night uh, over at Valley Stadium? Come
2: on, you go. You go every time they get here, and you always come back to me and you say something to the effect, "Oh my God, offensive line can't block worth a damn. Oh, that defensive line, they're they're not going to sack anybody. Oh, geez, they don't even have a wide receiver. Well, at least this time we know they don't have any wide receivers. That's one idea. thing.
3: They have three on scholarship. <laughs> That's right all now. they got. It's a big question mark. But we'll talk plenty of Iowa <laughs> yeah. football. Iowa State getting ready for their spring game this you got week. It. We got Alex Halstead stopping by to talk about that. So certainly a lot of local things uh-huh. to talk about today. A lot of Hawkeye and Cyclone talk. And we'll mix in the national scene as well and start with the national championship game last night. Jimmy B., the conclusion mm-hmm. of the basketball year. Always a sad one for me. Yeah, me too. It's my favorite sport. Not yep. even close to yep. college basketball. I it's, know you love It is my favorite. So uh, always a little bittersweet when we see that final one and that final ball game of the year. But uh, with it, it was close.
2: Yeah. It was ugly. It was ugly. It was not a good Se- game. Second half, the officials, they just took the air out of the building. Mm-hmm. There were, I, I thought I heard at one time the announcer say something to the effect Can you believe here in the second half they've called 32 fouls? <laughs> oh, I mean, it was like if you just touch somebody. Tweet. I, I don't know where that came from. It wasn't like that in the first half. They didn't, they didn't over whistle. In the first half, they let them bang around a little bit and play. And I don't know what was said you know, at halftime by the officials. Hey, we got to tighten the game up. It might be getting out of hand. It didn't look like it was game getting out of hand to me. looked like it was just a, a hard-fought basketball game. And every time somebody would start to make a run or a great move would be made, there would be a foul. And, look, I'm, if there's a foul, call the damn foul. Right. I'm, right. Good, I'm good with that. But these are big people yeah. out on the court. They're going to bump into each other from time to time.
3: Well, and both of these teams are very good defensively. They are. You know, We've heard all year long that Gonzaga, Ken Palm, had him as the number yeah. one defensive team uh, in his metric. And you can see that. It's a very good defensive team. And you couple that then on the other side with Carolina and the link that they have yes. from you know, Justin Jackson to Kennedy Meeks inside. It's a big physical team. And that's something I told you every time you see Carolina. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the size of that team, it's always impressive. And yes, what Roy Williams has continued to be able to do is uh, bring in those kind of guys. The link that they can uh, cause, and you get a crew together, and they make the decision. You know what? We need to clean this up. They got teams that are a little handsy. Yeah, and they both and they, are. They both are handsy. Well, then you're yeah. going to get 44 fouls. That's what they were called. That's unbelievable. 22 aside last night, God. 44 fouls
2: combined. That's she, more fouls than minutes played. That's that's me. To me, that's just awful. Mm-hmm. You but know, what can you do? I well, mean, if, here's what you can do. When somebody's shooting a free throw, the lead official can go, hey, guys, we're going to tighten it up here if you guys don't clean it up. I'm sure they did. You warn them a couple times. I,
3: I mean, Mike Eads, he's been around forever. He has, they, yeah. These guys have been around forever. I know, I know. These guys know how to talk to they, players and they explain do. it. The yeah. players didn't adjust. No. So it's easy to blame the officials yep. here. And that's what most everybody was doing they last were. night on Twitter, blaming the officials, oh, they ruined this game, yep. yada, yada, yada. Here's the real thing. The players didn't adjust. No. The coaches didn't adjust. That's where it comes down to, and that's what led to the clunky game we got last night.
2: The thing that got me, and I'm sure you saw this on Twitter, was when it was tweeted out on the one play where the Carolina player was down on the ground and everybody was going after the basketball, mm-hmm. and he had his hand out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't, they didn't whistle that. It should have been Gonzaga ball. Right. Instead, they called it a jump ball, and the possession arrow was Carolina. Reminds me of a cold winter's night up in Minneapolis. <laughs> I know you were going to say that a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah. The guy getting a jump ball yes. and uh, his foot was out, out of bounds. bounds. I know. And
3: uh, nothing happened in there. And also the missed timeout call by Brady Ellingson. But so with that, uh, here is the thing: that wasn't a reviewable play. No, it's not. It's not a reviewable no, it, play. It, that
2: is correct. Yep. And uh, people, people don't they don't understand yet. What is reviewable and what isn't Mm -hmm. in basketball? Because the rules are different. Now, should it be reviewable? Uh, Dead ball was called there, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Dead dead ball? ball was called, correct. So? Yeah. We would think they could look at it if there was a question. Right. But they, in their minds, there was never a question. It was a jump ball on the scramble. And the possession arrow went to Carolina. Now, for the Gonzaga fans, which I'm sure there are few, but
3: maybe for the people that bet on Gonzaga, there might be a few more of those, and you're complaining about it. Well, just a, a couple moments later, when they were inbounding the ball, the Gonzaga's player's foot was out of bounds Out of bounds, well. yes, it as was. He was inbound in the ball. You're so right, I know. You can't have a ball no, ways. you can you know? yeah. the, the block shot call where they got a three out of it. Yes. Where it wasn't blocked. He hit his hand, but you're not going to go back, and you can't change that call, mm-hmm. but it was not touched. Well, you got a three-pointer out of that. Those are the calls throughout a game. So anybody that's crying about that singular play, realize that one play does not define a game, one ga- play does not decide a game. There are other factors, there's other officiating errors, errors that happen throughout the course of a game yeah. that can impact it just as much. Is that a big one? Certainly. Yeah, it is. But it's not the only
2: reason. And right. there were breaks that went the other way as well. For oh, yeah. Like did you think that it was a flagrant one on Karnowski? It was. It absolutely was, according to the rule. According to the it's rule, It's an yes. awful rule. Yes. It's
3: a terrible rule.
2: Yes, I agree. Go back to,
3: did you watch the, uh, when UConn got upset by South Carolina Saturday night? yes. Yeah. Remember late in that game? Yes, uh-huh. And they same hit. Yep, same deal. loose, girl yeah. goes up for it, inadvertently Inadvertent. yep. hits the other girl in the head. Yes. That's a flag. That's a flag. It's a dumb rule. Yeah, I don't like that. It's the rule, and I understand the reason for it. The reason for it is for the officials to be able to go back, mm-hmm. see some kind of uh, contact that happens. But the way that it's been implicated, the way that it's been put into the game, go back to Iowa, Indiana. Remember right. there was that play with Peter Jock? Where he's coming off oh, the screen. That's correct, yes. His hand comes up, hits the guy that's guarding him closely, it's yes. holding him. Yeah. And he's hit for the yep. flagrant one because, according to the letter of the law, that is a flagrant run. One,
2: it doesn't mean that it's a good rule because it isn't. It's not a good rule. Mm-hmm. Intent has to be part I'm, of it. I'm with you. I, there's got to be some intent in that. There was no intent in the Karnaski thing. He was falling down. Right, right. Abs- there <laughs> yeah,
3: absolutely
2: was. He it. was going down for the
3: count. And, and that probably could, you could argue, yeah. was more intentional than the other two examples that I brought up. Ma- yeah, maybe. In the UConn yeah. women's game, there was no intent no, there all. was no intent. Peter Jack, no. maybe. There's there a little more wriggle room. I mean, he was fighting to kind of get, get, through, get it. through it. Get through it. Maybe that arm went up a little quick. Yeah. Regardless of that, though, Intent has to be part of the rule. Anytime there's contact with the head, it's an automatic flagrant. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever played sports, if you ever played yeah. basketball, those things happen over the course they, of a game. They do. Your arms
2: flail, you're going after a loose ball. You get spun around some yes. awkward way and you're trying to catch yourself right. and everything spreads out because you're trying to balance. Right. And you hit somebody.
3: That rule needs to be reevaluated I'm, I'm and reinterpreted. You. I'm because, with you. Yes. Did they call it correctly? Yes, yeah, they it did. was a of one. It yeah. absolutely was. Yeah,
2: should it be called that? No, it no. should not. Two pieces to that puzzle yeah. should be. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I hope they reevaluate that. Mm-hmm. Could they make that a officials discrimination? Could they do that? I mean, like if they look at the replay and they see the guy had he was really kind of out of control because he was bumped and was going down and it. And it went around him, and then it came off of him right away? Could Because Karnowski didn't grab anything or anything. No, His arm no. just wrapped around him for just a brief moment mm-hmm. and then came off because he was falling.
3: I, I think that's what you have to get to yeah. because you can't have a hard, fast rule like that, or you're going to have examples that we brought up. You're going to have things that really aren't flagrants. Even that one really is not a flagrant. It has to go to the officials, and they have to interpret the rule in that way. Yeah. There has to be some kind some of wiggle
2: discretion. Room.
3: Right. Okay. Where it's just not, well, there's contact with the head, it's an automatic yeah. because well, we've seen it too many times already happen where it doesn't work out. That's not the reason that the rule was put in place. Right. The rule is not put in place for the examples that we cite. The rule that was put in place is for a guy going up and doing it on purpose. Yes, that's a purposeful yes. hit or an elbow or whatever it may be. That's the reason that the rule is there. It just has uh, the way that it was written was not a way that actually works with college basketball. So mm-hmm. that's something that needs to be reevaluated. I'm sure that'll be a talking point going forward. Carolina gets it done though in the end. You want to hear the final call? Yeah, let's hear it. Why not? Your boy Jim Nance. You love Jim Nance, yeah. I think he's a very solid
2: broadcaster and has been for a long time.
3: I I think he's pretty good. Pretty I, good at basketball. He's excellent at golf. Yes. Not my cup of tea for football. Okay. But he's fine. He's fine. I'd rather have Gus Johnson. I'd rather have somebody like that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I like Gus. I like (laughs) like Gus. Here's the final call in case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing in West Des Moines. For all your roofing needs, from a small leak all the way to a complete re-roof, give the guys at Wolf Construction a call today.
1: They forgot their legs, their confidence. Matthews. (laughs) Off the mark.
4: And this
1: year, the Confederate. It's going to fall for North Carolina. They're not going to be denied this time.
3: Not the best call. There was no confetti. Didn't come out. He missed the mark.
2: <laughs> Swig and a miss, Nance. That's all right. Yeah, I know. He's taking a beating about that, Swig too. Swig and on, a on miss. I know.
3: So North Carolina's national champions. They are. After a year ago getting back to that uh, championship game by Villanova at mm-hmm. the point, uh, three-pointer at the Horn, we know all about that. I asked a question to you yesterday. Does this change your perception at all, Roy Williams as a coach? Now a three-time time. Yes.
2: national champion. I always thought, I told you this yesterday, it, wouldn't, it didn't change me. I always thought he was a terrific coach. Mm-hmm. And he showed it again last night. And I thought one of the things that I thought was interesting listening to the broadcast was that the announcers talking about how Roy Williams can let his guys play a little longer Mm -hmm. in tough situations because they practice that all the time. They practice those situations, and if he's got the right personnel out on the court at that time, meaning Joel Berry, (laughs) if he's out there running the show, Mm -hmm. they got the right personnel, he's going to let them play. And that's what he did in tough stretches last night. He let them play, and it worked. It did. It really did. It worked. Uh, it was contentious. It was physical. It wasn't the greatest game that you've ever seen no, in basketball. But you get that from time to time. You can't ask for a buzzer beater every, right, every right. championship game. How would you rate this tournament overall? Um, I'd rate it pretty good. I'd rate it dramatic at times. I, I thought that. What grade are you giving it? Uh, B, B, B. Okay.
3: Yeah, you're a little kinder, yeah. greater than I
2: am. Yeah, but a C C+. That's a B. No, come on. You got big names getting upset. Mm He had upsets. But they were upsets in the second round. That's correct. It didn't happen in the first. That is right. Duke getting beat
3: by South Carolina is not the same when they got beat by Mercer. Got beat by Lehigh. I got you. Not the same there. Yeah. Yeah. Louisville got, quote-unquote, upset by Michigan. Michigan, yeah, Eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good games. They were good ones. This one's a a C-plus, B-minus. I don't think I'll be remembering this one for a long time. It's not going to be one that sticks in my mind as a great Final Four even though the championship game was close, both the final four games the games were close, were close. It just didn't have the same kind of cash. Is it?
2: Is it because we didn't get a buzzer beater in any of those games?
3: No, because I mean we we had storylines. You know, well, the, we had great storylines. The, the the missed free throws by yeah. by Carolina and Oregon having yep. two opportunities and can't secure the rebound. I mean, they're memorable moments, but. This one to me just doesn't stick out. Not not a great tournament overall. Okay. Very few upsets early on. For me, that's a big part of the tournament is mm-hmm. is seeing that three seed be, getting right. beat by a fourteen. Right. That's what I live for. I love that stuff. You know, the only twelve that we got this year was Middle Tennessee, yep. a team that was favored over favored in that game, I mean, yeah. by the guys out in the desert. So to me, left a little something to be desired. Certainly not my favorite. Not one that's going to be a great memory. Only had one local team. They go one and one as Iowa State got knocked off in the round of 32 by Purdue. So there's moments, but not a great NCAA tournament.
2: All right. The TV ratings say differently. They were up like 14%. Well, but I mean, so people tuned from in from TBS. Yeah, well, yeah. From you're, you're not talking Apple. No, you're right. You're talking a cable network yeah. opposed to an over-the-air network. And you know what? Yeah. Next year, I'll put the kind of guarantee on it. The ratings will be down. But, but, or is it back on TBS? It's back on TBS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, that'll happen. But still, I mean, look, we were dialed into all of the games. Of we, course. We I were, mean, that's what we, we do, were, Jim. We were both brutal in our. Uh... <sighs> Do I even need to say it in our brackets? Oh, we, yeah, were, yeah. we were brutal.
3: Well, we don't have to talk about brackets now No, for a while, we don't. JD. Not
2: until not till next March. No, no, we're, <laughs> we're good
3: on brackets for quite a while with that. Well, uh, Jim, let's continue on in let's case go. you missed it. It wasn't just the basketball going on last night. It was a little baseball, including our first walk-off dinger of the year. Uh-huh. Mark Trumbo going yard for the Orioles.
1: There it is.
3: Gary Thorne on the call on Masson yesterday as the Orioles went at eleven to take their home opener
2: Gary Thorne. I love his call oh uh, Gary is a terrific announcer i he's great at hockey yes yes he's really good that's at how it. I grew up kind of knowing you, him okay at hockey uh baseball, of course, and he's good at basketball too mm-hmm. and uh, he's just he's one of those guys that can roll for through. Any Really, any sport and make it come alive. Gotcha. And, and he has done that forever doing uh, Orioles baseball on TV. Break up the Minnesota Twins. Oh, my God. Here They're we go. They're in first place.
3: Oh. Look at those Woo. Twinkies. <laughs> Aided by three consecutive walks with the bases loaded. Here's a call. Yesterday, Dick Bremer on Fox Sports North.
1: Ball four. second bases loaded walk of the inning spot might be a soft spot ball four how about that three bases loaded walks oh to the left a base hit Grossman scores Mauer scores Sunona third base and Castro's driven in a pair here in the seven 10 right field. <laughs> Soto scores. And it's a six-run
2: seven. 7-1 is how the Twins oh, win it yesterday. Boy. I'm surprised you even showed up today. I thought you'd probably be hungover after that celebration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
3: a long season still, Jimmy B. But fun for the moment Oh
2: yeah, as they get it done in the first Royals place?
3: bullpen. First place. Yeah, first place, that's right. The <laughs> Royals bullpen. A little scary after the way they built themselves the last few yes. years certainly did not come up big yesterday.
2: Yeah. Well, I I thought when I when I saw the Twins won that last night, I thought, "Oh my god, I'm surprised we didn't even lead the show with that over the basketball game." But no, listen, I get it. Um who did we have on uh, when we were doing our our baseball thing on the Twins and he thought that they might they may not be as bad as what you call, you you thought that they would be. Who was that? Do you remember? The guy up in Minneapolis? Oh, Nick Nelson. That's him. And and he uh and he thought, you know, he says, I got he says they can't be as bad as last year. <clears throat> he says, I don't know if they'll be as good as they were two years ago when they were in it for a wild card all the mm-hmm. way to the weekend. But he says, I'm pretty sure they're gonna surprise some people.
3: Okay. They can swing it. Yeah. Uh, they, they were can. seventh in baseball last year and right. run scored. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's not the problem. The problem's on the other side. That's urban right. Santana, who's fine. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of questions. Question, yeah, marks. After question that. marks in the bullpen, question yep. marks in the rest of the rotation. It's gonna be a long year. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not diving deep into this team hovering around five hundred all a year. I'm hopeful, but I don't think it'll happen.
2: Charlie Taylor, the uh longtime wide receiver in the uh, AFL and NFL will be our oh no, that's the wrong Charlie Taylor. Uh he's the uh associate A D of Marketing uh at Iowa. He's gonna be our guest uh coming up in just a little bit. We roll all the way until 3 o'clock today. It's Jimmy B and TC right here on the Big Talker 1700.
1: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700.
3: The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped or pitched.
5: Got a paint project you haven't started? Now's the time to begin. The Home Depot has Bare Premium Plus interior paint starting at just $23.97. It's a paint and primer in one, so you're not covering the same wall over and over. You paint it, then move on to the next one. We're pouring more into paint with unbeatable prices on Bare Premium Plus interior paint, now starting at just $23.97. The Home Depot,
6: more saving, more doing. US only in store for details. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a clean, smooth shave from a quality blade. The sort of shave that cuts clean, without the burn. So why are you messing around with generic razors that cost 32 bucks for an 8-pack, when you can shave with Harry's high-quality German-engineered blades for half the price? And because Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular set, Complete with a razor, one of their world-famous blades, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free if you cover shipping. A total value of $20 at no cost to you, with code 1150 at checkout, their way of saying thank you for trying them. How is Harry's able to save you all this money and still give you the best shave you'll ever enjoy? By owning the factory that manufactures the blades. That's how. Go to harrys.com now and enter code 1150 at checkout to claim your free trial set and post-shave balm. That's Harrys.com code 1150. It's the final
7: days of Mattress
6: Firm's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If you've ever wanted
7: a Tempur-Pedic or Sealy, it's your last chance to save up to 70% off. Plus, take up to $2,000 off floor models. We're liquidating every Tempur-Pedic and Sealy in stock to make room for the next generation of innovative sleep products. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Only at your local Mattress Firm while supplies last. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com/slash/circulars offer and prices may vary in Hawaii. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including Swedish massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels,
4: See you soon
1: back to the wolf construction roofing studio sponsored by
2: wolf construction roofing it's jimmy b and tc hey everybody welcome back we roll till uh, three o'clock today uh Zup mahenta espn comes up on the show at the top of the hour at one o'clock right now time to talk about
3: swarm des moines all right know what that is, Jimmy B? Uh, A bunch of bees, and we all have to hit the deck. Is that it? Well, that's what the Iowa fans have been known for a long time, the bumblebees. And uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes will be making their way to Des Moines for the fifth consecutive year for spring practice. They'll be holding the practice coming up on Friday night over at Valley High School. Joining us right now, Charlie Taylor on the line with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Charlie, good afternoon.
2: How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Great to have you, Charlie. Look, I loved it, man, when you were playing wide receiver in the old AFL and then the NFL. You sound great. I like your new gig, too.
8: Thanks a lot. If I could only have gotten 10% of what that (laughs) Charlie Taylor made, or the other 10% I want is that Charlie Taylor who signed all the Converse shoes, Yes, he probably made just a tad bit more than that dude for the Redskins.
2: But either way,
3: I haven't seen those checks come in yet. But I'm waiting. I'm waiting.
2: I like this guy already, Trent. This is good. This is good stuff. (laughs) Well,
3: Charlie, uh, before we get into the event here happening, uh, there's some things, in fact, going on later this afternoon that we'll get into. Give us a little bit of background about what you're doing over there with uh, a different position at the University of Iowa, working in the department, in the athletic department, and kind of what your role is over in Iowa City.
8: Yeah, no problem. I appreciate that. I just got to come home. Uh last eight years uh I've been the assistant A V of Marketing uh down at the University of Oklahoma where we've got a couple of former Hawkeyes uh who have done some fantastic work, uh especially in the football program. But when uh, Athletics Director Barta called me this summer and said we want you to come home, uh it was a it, it's a pretty easy decision uh to come back home. And I worked with a fantastic team uh in Carver and in Kennick. Uh, leading all of our communications, all of our marketing, all of our uh, emailing, our database, our uh, digital media, everything about our branding uh, for the Hawkeyes. So very excited to come home. Came home this July, and we've just been uh, going through and cruising and about ready to blow out this week in Des Moines.
4: You know,
2: it's always a great time. And you're going to uh, Friday. Uh, is its it is – it- Cooler for you guys if you're operating under the lights or was does it really not matter?
8: You know, that is actually coach's decision. I I personally like it as a fan.
5: Uh-huh.
2: Um, anytime you see our logos, our colors on
8: the lights, hey, there's something about sunlight in the afternoon. There's also something about it at night. So, But, you know, we're talking practice here. Yeah. Uh, it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interactive. It's as much for the fans as it is for the guys and the coaches. Um, but to be able to come to Des Moines, Come to see our great fan base here. Bring the football team. It's rare for a big-time college football team to have the opportunity to do it. So we're very appreciative to coach, to our athletes, to take the time. Come on over. Share this moment with our fans during spring ball and uh, maybe get to see a little bit of a glimpse of the future.
2: Charlie Taylor is our guest associate AD of the marketing for University of Iowa. He comes to us of course on the Draft House 50 hotline Mill Civic Parkway West of Wayne. Okay, Charlie. Let's get down to brass tacks. It's just you and me talking here now. Uh-huh. Uh I know that you got great insight into what they're doing with the new offensive coordinator. What's the offense going to look like? Come on, <laughs> spill the spill the beans.
8: Here here's what I'll tell you. you ready? Yeah, get right. real close, get real close. Okay. Akram Wadley will carry the football.
2: <laughs> That's that, write
3: that one down. You got
2: it right now, Charlie. Friday I night. Wrote, I wrote it. Friday night, yeah. Akram Wadley
8: will carry the football. <laughs> That's great.
3: Kirk yep. needs, needs to uh, find a new role for you there on the offensive staff, it sounds like, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to stick right where I'm at. <laughs> Friday night over at Valley Stadium. It will be Swarm Des Moines. Gates open at 5 o'clock. Practice will begin at 6.30, uh, also photo opportunities, an autograph session happening after the uh, kids' clinic. A lot going on over there. It's been a fun event. I've been to them every year just up the road from where I'm at, so always enjoy making my way out there and seeing the practice. But talk about a couple of the other events that you guys having going on in conjunction with that. I know something happening at High V today, uh, later this afternoon. Talk a little bit about more than just the practice, but what else you guys have going on with Swarm Des Moines?
8: Absolutely. There's a lot going on. Starting tonight at the Hy-Vee at 51st Street, Iowa Corn is holding the first ever Swarm Swarm Des Moines Pump Rally. Mm -hmm. Herky the Hawk is already currently in the Capitol building. He'll be making his way over to Hy-Vee, and with the help of Iowa Corn, everybody who shows up there gets either the E-15 or the E-85 will get one free gallon of gas pumped by Herky the Hawk. Wow. By the way, yeah. we're also going to have not just the Skyhawk Trophy, but in the back of my car right now <laughs> would be the Heroes Trophy, uh-huh. the Joe Moore Trophy, wow. and a real heavy bronze pig. So anybody who stops by, will get their photo with all four of our trophies, along with me and Herky the Hawk. That's between 4 o'clock mm-hmm. and 6 o'clock today for the Iowa Corn Swarm Des Moines Pump Rally at the 51st Street High V.
2: So Herky right now is at the Capitol, right? He is at the Capitol, hanging with all of our great legislators. I wouldn't go that far. far. They're the (laughs) biggest biggest losers on the planet. Can Uh, can Herky Herky just take over because he'd do a much better job than those bozos? (laughs) We'll leave Herky to the athletics and the academics. All right, fair enough. Are you going to need help carrying the pig? Um, you know,
8: between Herky, myself, and a couple others, we might be all right. Okay. One of the other things I want to mention, not just at this event, but on Thursday from uh, 4 until 8, the trophies in Herky will be at Swarm Billion Auto. So we'll be at Billion Auto here in Des Moines mm-hmm. and be able to do the same thing. But we are giving away 250 footballs, mini footballs, two colors of them. There's a gold one, and then there's a couple of black ones. When you come Friday night, if you have a black football, mm-hmm. there's a prize for you. If you have a gold football, there's a prize for you. You want to get the black ones because those include tickets. Oh, There's a small number of black ones. Tickets to random games coming up this fall. Wow. Gold ones, everybody gets a T-shirt. I mean, trust me, they're pretty cool. So the football hunt is on. The Swarm Des Moines football hunt starts tonight at the Iowa Corn Pump Rally at IV And then Thursday night at the Swarm Billion Auto event. Uh, Here in Des Moines, then Friday, everybody swarms Valley High School, and we get to see uh, our boys take the field for the first time.
3: Uh, That's going to be awesome, and a lot of fun events uh, played along with it. I know uh, a lot of people love to get the autographs and uh, get things signed, different things like that. Do you guys have a policy? Is it you'll have the posters on site, the players will sign that, or can people bring their own things that they want to get signed?
8: What we need to do, because the guys have a limited amount of time. We only get so much time with football players. And everything is time now. So what we've decided to do as a group is that it's going to be a kids-only autograph session. It'll happen immediately after the kids' clinic, which happens right after practice, all within you know the window that we've traditionally done. And we will have the posters for the guys to sign. So the kids that come, don't worry about bringing anything. We will take care of you. We've got plenty of posters on their way to Des Moines as we speak, wow. and we'll be able to fly through and take care of all the little kiddos when they take the field after practice.
2: Can you pass that along to uh, adults? Because those goofy adults that jump in line ahead of kids, that drives me crazy. I'm glad, Charlie, that you guys instituted that rule.
8: It's something we thought long and hard about because we want to take care of all the fans. There's no question about that. But, look, when it comes to autographs and it comes to our student-athletes, autographs are for the kids and that's where we want to make sure we focus our players I agree. uh and our coaches so uh this is something i think we're going to move forward on for a while uh, and it's just important to us that we take care of those young ones as they're coming up
3: well charlie uh before we let you run out i want to ask a little bit more about uh your involvement and what you do with promotions and we've heard know, for a long time about both the experience in Kinnick Stadium and at Carver. Let's start first with uh, Kinnick Stadium, the updates that have been made, a uh, new sound system that has been uh, certainly needed for a long time. That has uh, helped out a whole lot. And also the new ribbon up in the north end zone. As you look at the experience at Kinnick Stadium, what you've worked to do and, and help uh, bridge that gap. I know Brian Ferentz has been a long time advocate of helping the experience at Kinnick Stadium and, and what you're working to implement over there.
8: Well, first of all, you brought up the key word. It's hand in hand, arm in arm, with our football coaches and our football staff because it's all one team, and that's very, very important to us. One thing we really started instituting this fall was opening up and making KFP Krause Family Plaza even more of an experience. Um, We brought on Laura Belanda, our voice of HawkeyeSports.com, and she's helped us both with a basically it's a five-hour pregame show on two video boards that happen in that area right you know no matter what time we're kicking off about 4 to 5 hours before we're looking to expand that and do even more of that both outside and inside the stadium the other big thing though um and you just can't ignore this in 3 years that thing is going to be brand new when we the kinetic edge project happens which will everybody will start to see this summer with the turf coming back um walls being changed a little bit then Right after this coming season, that north end zone is going all the way down to the ground, and by the start of the next season,
0: it's going all the
8: way back up into the sky. We'll get a new video board up there. Um, we'll have a brand new experience in Kinnick Stadium by the start of the fall of 19 season. So, it's an exciting time to be in Kinnick Stadium, and it's an exciting time to be a Hawkeye, and um, but the fan engagement, the fan focus, being safe um, while also having fun is very, very key to us, and it's something we constantly, constantly are working on.
3: So uh, the big question remains, seating capacity. A lot of people nervous about falling under that 70,000 uh, 70, attendance plateau. With the new end zone, is can it going can to be a little bit smaller, a little bit more intimate? I think
8: it will be. Uh, Director Barton mentioned that when we announced the, uh, the project. So you know, using his words, I think we're going to be just under that. But, look, it's about the fan experience. It's about making sure there's a fantastic value for your, your ticket investment. And, look, at the end of the day, you have an amazing experience that you cannot get while sitting on your couch. And if we fly fly right below that, if we're right at sixty nine nine or 67, you know, not 67, nine seven hundred. you know, I don't think it's going to drop that much. I don't really think it's going to impact the amount of freaking noise that's going to happen in that stadium. Because when we put up another wall, and that's double-deck,
3: mm-hmm.
8: you know our sound system comes out of that south board. Instead of going out over the great parking lot on the other side of the stadium, mm-hmm. you're going to hit a wall of cement and Hawkeye fans that are going to scream it right back. Uh, I don't want to be playing football in either end of this stadium anymore.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's quickly go then to the uh, arena. The NIT games were alive. Mm -hmm. A lot of the home games are dead, and I mean that literally. (laughs) Uh, Can you guys do anything to change up and make it more of an alive arena?
8: It's something we're constantly focused on, is the, the easy answer I can give you. There is no one thing that I can point to that says make it happen. We just do this, we snap our fingers, and boom, it happens. Remember, though, with NIT games, you, it's basically an NCAA game. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say that, you know, I know there's a difference. Oh, no, 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 we
2: understand that because, yeah, they're, but, they're in that tournament, yeah. Yeah,
8: you're in the tournament. You lose, you're done. And on top of it, you also it's, it's, you can't get rid of the idea that you're seeing teams on your floor you don't normally play, especially when we had TCU in the building. Mm-hmm. That's not a normal thing for a Hawkeye fan to see that, that color purple close to Northwestern. But the point is it's new and it's their new coach. Uh, for our student second section to pick on a little bit. Mm-hmm. The point is is that it's got to be a combination of things. The first thing, we've got a phenomenal coach. The second thing, we've got a phenomenal team coming back. And if Hawkeye fans are not excited about the future of what's going to come this, this winter, um, I dare you, uh, it's going to be phenomenal. And then we, I think everybody knows in the scene we've got new center-hung scoreboards. There's a brand-new sound system in that building that was here all winter and into the spring. And that has already changed the environment. But doing some of the things we've done at Kinnick, putting those in Carver, bringing fans closer, using those boards even more, um, working with our sound, uh, both between the unbelievable support we get from the Hawkeye Pep Band and our Spirit Squads and Herky, as well as making it an unbelievably electric experience through our music. Those are some of the things we're going to key on, but it really has got to generate from our fans and our great student section. So Mm -hmm. it's a constant thing in motion. And you just keep trying things, throw them up on the wall, and and make it happen.
2: Can you take the lady who knits all the time and put her, like, in the second deck? <laughs> well, if there was a second deck. Yeah, know, no I know, I deck. know. There is a <laughs> second deck, I know. <laughs> hey, that was, Charlie. That was my point. What, one more question
3: <laughs> on, on the uh, Carver experience there and the improvements. And, and you hear so much about the improvements that have been made, but... The one remaining uh, question for a lot of people is the student section. And with the configuration of Carver, it is difficult, you know, like you see across the country with student sections wrapped around the court. Is there anything that could be done, though, in those ends? There's a lot of space back there after mm-hmm. the newest reconfiguration. Is that a fire code issue? Could there be something done at the very least to maybe get them closer to the action and them more involved? in? it doesn't have to be a huge number. We're not talking about thousands. But at the very least, get those students real close there and the ones that want to be there, give them some good seats.
8: I think there's always something that can be done. I can't commit to you to tell you we're moving them in and we're doing anything because that is a large discussion. Mm-hmm. I can tell you. We're having discussion. Okay. okay. And, again, I'm not promising anything. There's no announcement here whatsoever. Okay. But you are absolutely right. Here's the one: the biggest differentiating factor that college sports has between pro sports or really almost any other form of entertainment is our atmosphere. And our atmosphere is driven by live bands, crazy mascots, spirit squads, and a boisterous student section. Mm-hmm. So it is a key focus of ours. Look, we've got the great students. They're there. We know when they're there, they impact not just what happens on the court, but the entire crowd. It's something that a college basketball fan wants to come and see. If you've been to a Final Four, and I know you guys checked off, we got hoops, we're talking baseball, and now we're back to, you know, we hit football and now we're hitting basketball again. Even at a Final Four, which I've been fortunate enough to be at with my team playing, the student section, even there, even though it's just a big mosh pit and you can't see a thing, impacts a dome. It's got 70,000, 80,000 people in it for Final Four. So it is a focus of ours. I can't tell you how quickly it's going to happen. I can't tell you how it's going to happen. But all of those elements uh, are being talked
4: about.
2: It's great to have you on the show, Charlie. Thank you for the time and your honest uh, comments about uh, what is taking place there. And you were a terrific wide receiver in your day. (laughs)
8: Thank you very much, guys. I greatly appreciate the time. We look forward to seeing everybody tonight. At, at uh, Tonight at the. Oh, jumped out of my head.
3: Hy-Vee,
2: the High V.
8: High V. Thursday night at Billion Auto, and then especially here at Valley on Friday night. Go, Hawks. Thanks, guys. All right, Thanks, we we're, we
2: were going to score you at 100, but since you just gagged on ah! that last one, it's down to 95. Dang it. I'll be back on
8: Thursday, same time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. See you, man. Thanks. All go, right. Hawks. There you go. Charlie Taylor. Uh, that was fun. Associate AD Marketing. The, look, he's. At least he was forthcoming with something yeah, there, Trent. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, they understand that at least in Carver, mm-hmm. they know there's an issue. They saw the environment for that NIT game against TCU, and it's been—I mean, it's continual. Yeah, I mean, you go back to
3: the NIT games even before that four years mm-hmm. ago. It's—it's it's a different kind of environment, and how do you recoup that, and how do you get that going forward there in Carver? It's—it's it's a building that logistically, because it's a big bowl. It's yeah. a big, sunken-in bowl. Yep. It doesn't have the way that sound reverberates through like Hilton does. Mm-hmm. It isn't that kind of building. But there are still things that can be done to improve the experience. Yep. The center court scoreboard people gave it rave reviews this year. People that have been there said the environment, it is improving, but there's still a long ways that it can go and make Carver the environment that it was you know, back in the Dr. Tom days and make it the environment that was an intimidating place. Because now, I mean, Purdue comes in, yeah. you got home court advantage, but it's not what it could be. Exactly. And that's where you want to get to.
2: You want it to be just absolutely rankers. Yes. You want it just to be off the chart, and unfortunately it's not. One of my good friends, his uh, nephew is one of the leaders of the Hawk Nest,
3: the student organization there in the student section. And he said in terms of numbers, actual people, students that buy tickets, it's the third or fourth biggest in the Big Ten. But the problem is... A lot of people don't show up for it. Mm-hmm. They get the tickets, and maybe they'll just go to a game or two. You know those kind of things. Right. You got to find a way to incentivize those kids to come to every game, to get there, to get close, to get loud. And and like I said before, I I think they're with the way that it's so wide open there in mm-hmm. the both ends after like they that. did the renovation. I, I like that idea. Just put some risers there, yeah. and you're not going to be able to sell the initial seats right back behind it. It's fine. Yeah. You know, if you if you take off a couple hundred tickets, you get fifteen thousand two hundred instead of four hundred in there. But you got the students close, and it's loud. Those two hundred people aren't going to matter.
2: I agree. Uh, Look, it's college basketball supposed to have a great student environment, and Carver just with the way that it's done just doesn't. So, and it's and it's unfortunate. Uh, Jimmy B and T C, we're coming right back. The big talker, seventeen hundred. Catch the biggest games,
1: Westwood One Sports coverage of NCAA men's basketball on 1700 KBGG, sponsored by Mr. Executive and Billion Automotive. Hey, it's
2: Jimmy B. and TC for Draft House Fifty on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House Fifty has forty-seven big-screen TVs for great viewing of any game—football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis—you name it. Hey, the Draft House Fifty can get it—even cricket. Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at ten a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft
3: House 50, a place for sports, great food and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
1: Give you $180 for internet equipment non return and other conditions supply. Call for details, offerings 12117.
5: Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat.
9: Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members.
2: Anytime Fitness, Prairie Trail, Compassion Builders International, Des Moines Mobile Wash Incorporated, Financial Architects Incorporated, Aaron Plaskus, Gillum Group Real Estate, Great Caterers of Iowa Incorporated, The Rib Shack, I. Iowa Mail Contractors LLC, I Thrive 31 LLC, The Original Pancake House, Pansy Real Estate Team Patrice Noble, Porch Light Coffee House, Remax Precision, Rialanas of Des Moines, Stone Age Granite, TMJ Roofing Services, Travis Coburn Photography, Tough Shed, TYH Humanitarian Foundation, Christine L. Werman. The
9: Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at Ankeny.org.
6: As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system.
2: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC
1: on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, One o'clock, Zubin to ESPN will be our guest. We'll get into the game last night and all sorts of different topics with Zubin coming up. Uh, once again, that's at the top of the hour. And at 1.40, uh, Tony Coralogus is going to be our guest uh, from Golf Space. I got to ask him which course that he has right now on his uh, Twitter, because it's nestled in the mountains, mm-hmm. and then you look down over the valley. I got to play that course.
3: Well, oh, he's a Utah guy, so Oh,
2: is it in Utah? Is that I, where he is? That would be a you guess.
3: Know. I know that's where he yeah, uh, he's, he's based, based, he's out, of based there, so.
2: out of there. Oh, so Perhaps. you think it, you think it's even
3: his home course, I don't know.
2: Might be. We'll have to see. I'll have to ask him that cuz we'll, I got to uh, play that course.
3: Get ready for the Masters, no time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I know.
3: How much does that uh take down your excitement?
2: Um it it doesn't really because I think in the long grand scheme of things, we didn't think he was going to be able to play anyway. And I think I had, for personally, I think I had already resigned myself to the fact that he wasn't going to be on the prowl. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had to use that pun. I I got you. Yeah, I know. Uh, But it's very disappointing. I'm sure it's disappointing for people that are headed to the Masters. But you do have a lot of uh, young golfers uh, that are just crushing the ball, including uh, Dustin Johnson. And uh, I think they'll put on a hell of a show, I really do, for the uh, Masters this year. Uh, I don't think Tiger will be forgotten. I can tell you just kind of perusing around uh, the Golf Channel a little bit this morning. Mm -hmm. There was conversation, and of course, it always focused around Tiger. Yes. Not not being there.
3: It always does. And
2: how he loves that tournament, and Mm -hmm. how many times he's won it, and... The shot on the pitch that he pitched in, the famous one with the Nike ball hanging on the lip and mm-hmm. falling. I mean, it It always goes back to that. And didn't Vern Lundquist call that one? Yes. He yes. did. He did yeah. call that chip. So uh, he'll be missed, but I don't think once the tournament begins, Trent, it'll be dwelled on at all. Yeah. I think yeah. it'll be focused in on the guys who are there.
3: It's more about the build up, the lead up to yes, it. Where yes. When you get the Tiger story. Yes, and that's right. Now once the the golf is being played, I mean there's there's so many good storylines still there. Dustin mm-hmm. Johnson chasing yep. His first green jacket with the ridiculously great start that he's off to, and you got Spieth after what happened to him last year. And yeah, you know the shot on twelve. Yep, and, uh, what the quadruple that he took? Yes, quadruple bogey on, on that hole, and, and on and on and on, where it looked like he was on his way to back to back Masters. I
2: can so. re- I can remember before that, Roy McElroy was cruising, mm-hmm. and then he sliced that one into the yeah. woods, and it was yeah. up on a house's deck someplace, and mm-hmm. yeah. you handed know,
3: over by some cabin you never yeah. heard of. <laughs> it wasn't Butler's cabin? Yeah, it I it wasn't was Butler's cabin. Some cabin. Other there,
2: yeah, unless you've been
3: there, you didn't know what the heck they were talking about. Yeah, that was pretty funny. There's always great storylines. We there got are. of course Zach Johnson now a decade removed. Yes, God, that's a long time. Isn't that ago. crazy? That was ten years ago, two thousand seven. Wow, it's been a decade for Zach since he won at the Masters. So certainly a lot of storylines and plenty to get into. And again, Tony, he's going to join us here at about one forty. We'll get into that. Yep. Next, it's Zubin from ESPN. We got some news and notes as well coming your way a little bit later on, including. A college basketball transfer. Oh, it's that time of year. Yes, it is. We've heard rumblings and uh, somebody with some Iowa ties maybe looking at a grad transfer route. We'll tell you about that coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. All to come here on Jimmy B and TC, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Zubin Mahete is next.
1: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 B G G.
7: the spot west Glen: a personal journey for the mind body and spirit treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage deep tissue massage and the signature service from the spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the spa at West Glen. And the spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515 225 2642 or check them out online at RelaxDes Moines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen.
4: See you soon.
1: At Lowe's, we know that pros need to be ready. Ready for the job, ready with supplies, ready to get to work. During the Ready to Restock event at Lowe's, pro customers should get ready to save big with 10% off in-stock wood decking and 20% off Select Quick Creek Concrete Mixes when you buy in bulk, plus save 15% on Sika products, including concrete patch and mortar fix. Visit Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Selection varies by location. Minimum purchase required for concrete discount, U.S. only. Hi, this is Craig
9: Hodson, Vice President and Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Des Moines East and South Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen their members' businesses and enhance the quality of life in Des Moines. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. St. Vincent DePaul,
8: Serve Pro of Des Moines East Southwest, Caliber Careers LLC, MJ Construction, Annie P. Woods Life Coaching LLC. New York Life, Andre McKay, Hachan Machetti Entertainment promotions your way new york life michael buckley estes construction wells fargo home mortgage central iowa vapors and crystals tupperware the des moines
9: east and south chamber of commerce and cumulus media wish to thank these new members learn more about the des moines east and south chamber of commerce online at DSM Chamber.org.
6: it's spring black friday at the home depot And right now, you can save up to 35% on appliances like the Whirlpool Stainless Steel French Door Refrigerator. With its AccuChill Temperature Management System and Full Width Pantry, it keeps food at the correct temperature. And during Spring Black Friday, it's a special buy at just $998, over $700 in savings. Nobody beats our prices, guaranteed. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details valid through April 12th.
8: If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts.
5: Advance Auto Parts and Batteries, this is Kelsey.
8: Hi, Kelsey. I'm on your website, and it says I can buy online and then pick up in store?
5: Yes. And
8: how long does that usually take?
5: 30 minutes or less.
8: I need a battery for my 2013 Ford Escape.
5: Our AutoCraft Gold, it's got a three-year warranty.
8: Man, you really know your stuff. I'm 33. Am I too young for a cardigan?
5: Too young for a cardigan.
9: (laughs) Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. Order online at AdvanceAutoparts.com and pick up your order in store in just 30 minutes.
7: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR.
1: 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them, too. Each week, go to our website at 1700KBGG.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why.